Podcast, me, Adam Hunter, here with Greg Romero Wilson, waiting for uh, McCorkle. I have not heard, Don Fry changed his phone number, and I've reached out to him like six times on Instagram, uh, like in DMs, saying, Are you okay? Want to come back on the show? And he, and maybe it's not him, but somebody sees it, it says scene, and then that's it. He hasn't got back to me. So uh, if anyone has heard from Don So Fry, either he's a prisoner of, in Colombia or he, he's learned to walk again and walked right out of our ship. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, hopefully Don Fry. Anyway, we are here um, on the podcast. Uh, I had a crazy week, man. Fucking, you want to hear about the week? Yes. All right, so I'm in Michigan doing a show from, from my buddy Amaru who, who opened up uh, a movie theater. He bought a movie theater um, so, and turned it into a comedy club. <laughs> So he owns seven theaters, like, but uh, you know, they, they got it, it, it has potential to be amazing. It has been amazing. It, it needs a lot of work, but he has a fucking. Most people own a. Con- he's like, I opened up a comedy club. It was, he owns a movie, an AMC. I guess they were giving it away, and he has it now. Well, they were in bankruptcy. I guess they were trying to unload some properties, and he just he picked one up. Huh? Crazy, right? So I'm there. Uh, I'm in Michigan, and like my buddy calls me up. My friend Jay he says, hey, man, uh, you want to do a show tomorrow? Matt Damon's producing a movie in Chicago, and they want to do a thing where you go out there, and they're having a cast party right before the party. A bunch of stars, they're going to be there. You pretend you're a waiter, and then, like, trip or something, and then, uh, and then the guy makes fun of you, and you grab the mic and start roasting everybody and doing your act. So I'm like, sure. Like, what can go wrong here? <laughs> you what I just don't understand why they can't just hire you to roast them why they always have to create you got to be officiating the wedding you got to be uh, pretending to be a wedding you got to do something to where the audience isn't in on it and the only person that hurts is you yeah yeah right because that's what everybody wants an impromptu roast from a stranger that's, yeah. that's what you want when you so anyway so I fly to Chicago it's in the Soho house right I'm, I'm like, I got my, I, I'm like in, first I'm, I'm, I'm like in a private room watching the new James Bond movie, I guess, with the other people. And then and they think that's like the waiter quit watching the movie. And then, then I like walk in and the, and the guy goes, you know, and, and it's just a little room with a cast of like 13 people sitting around a table. It's not like a big party. They're just having a dinner. Like, and I guess the spirits were low, which is why they hired me, right? Now, <laughs> when things are people are in a bad mood, maybe having an impromptu comic to roast them isn't the best thing to do, right? So I get there and I, I like trip, and then the guy goes, oh, he makes a speech like, look, if you fall down, you want to build yourself back up. Uh, and I fell down right on cue. And he goes, see it like that? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, real fucking funny, asshole. 
He goes, what? Oh, what? no. Why did you? Why I, would you do? Oh. I go, yeah, this is funny. Making fun of a guy who's just trying. You, you, you guys, you're fucking, oh, you guys are all big actors. I know Hollywood. Ha, ha, ha. Bunch of liberal, you know, assholes, you know, making fun of a guy trying to make, 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 make. And now it's, it's like so awkward. It was like, oh. everyone's like, yeah. So then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so then I go, I go, I'm funnier than you. He goes, really? Yeah. I go, yeah, I am. I go, watch. He goes, all right. So I get the mic. <laughs> <laughs> now people are sort of like still confused. I go, hey, just so you know, I'm the comic. They got people were like, huh. like you're really good at that. I'm like, I know. Put me in the movie, right? So, oh my god, I'm so glad you let let them in on the gag before you continued further because it was just. I mean, I was like, this is only gonna go downhill. Well, it well it, it gets it, it gets it gets worse, right? So I do a couple like, with the minister one. You never let him in on the gag, and the guy ends up trying to fight you. Yeah, yeah, I know. So this one, so I do a couple jokes, right? I'm doing well, and I should have just stuck to my act, right? Because Matt Damon wasn't there, right? So I had a bunch of mm -hmm. Matt Damon jokes because he told me Matt Damon was, was gonna be there, but this guy named uh, uh, Finn. The guy who's gonna be like the next Green Lantern, he's been on like a hundred movies. This guy, I mean, you'd know if you saw him. He's a really big okay. actor. Uh, he's like a really big actor that I can't remember his name. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Finn Whitlock, right? He's a big uh, American uh, horror story. I don't watch that, but he's like the main guy in American Horror Story. So, oh, okay. So I start doing jokes about Matt Damon, right? And because I'm like, well, fucking Matt's here anyway. And you're like, just do the jokes about Matt Damon anyway. That's what I met with the guys. So I'm like, Matt Damon, you know, listen, uh, Matt Damon is what happens when you order Tom Brady off Wish. You know, I said, you know, Matt Damon, you know, you're a very charitable guy. He donated a lot of money to Ben Affleck's rehab, right? And then, like, people, then, it, like, Finn's like, oh, but then people got mad at me for that, right? They're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I go, Matt and Matt and, uh, and Ben Affleck were in a lot of plays together as a kid, although Matt took, uh, although Ben took all, most of the lines because he's had a problem with taking too many lines. Like, I just start roasting. Oh. Like, right? Great jokes, but they, here's what they got mad. They got mad a little bit. I go, Matt left Harvard to appear in the movie Geronimo, which is a huge flop. And he, you know, once again, we fucked over the, uh, the Indians. But he felt so bad about it, he later campaigned for Elizabeth Warren. So uh, <laughs> but maybe this was not that the crap, right? So then I'm like, I'm, then I'm, I'm doing well, right? So then I start getting into Finn. I go, Finn Whitlock, you know, you're an amazing actor. You went to, you know, Juilliard. You were in... Uh, this movie and that, and I named like six of his movies. Like, you're such a great actor, I have no idea who the fuck you are, right? I think he got like annoyed at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, and then this girl, Valerie Curry, who was in, she was in uh, like Twilight, and then she was also in Anne Frank. I'm like, so you're in the most depressing movie of all time, as well as Anne Frank, right? So <laughs> I went back into my act, right? The, the crew and the directors, and the, they were all dying, right? This girl did not, like, this girl was not a fan. <laughs> No, no. Shocker. She, she was not a fan. Like, but here it was. I didn't realize that, what I didn't know was that the, the crew was so exhausted that the, the actors were like, they were like filming in nine hours. They didn't really, they wanted to be here, but they, were, they wanted to go home and rest and sleep. And now they're at a party for the cast. And then the, this fucking comedian shows up and starts make, telling everyone that people are pansexual. And so that was, the, it was like, <laughs> so the 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 director, this guy Joel Gresh, you ever hear him? I don't think so. He he's he's done a lot of shit. He's a lot. I go, but like you're in great hands. This director, he um, you know, he was in such amazing, incredible, you know, shows like Silk Stockings and Saved by the Class, Saved by the Bell, the New Class. I go, and he's married to William Shatner's daughter. 
I go, yeah, I go, your father-in-law loves you so much. He's went to the moon. You know, like I just, <laughs> so it went really well. Like, like I did kill. I did kill for the most part. The girl didn't, the girl was not a fan, right? Uh, but, but I didn't really know what, well, maybe the best way to cheer up a crew isn't to hire a comedian to roast them when they don't know they're being roasted at their, yeah. at their party, you know? But uh, it, was, it was so funny, Greg. You would have, like, been on the floor laughing. I, I mean, it was so funny, uh, but it was ridiculous. I mean, so then I get into the elevator, and I'm with that guy, Finn. Like, I happen to leave. I had to, wait, I had to wait to get paid afterwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, it's Finn with his, his wife who's pregnant. And I, I don't know what this, and he was like, yo, man, really good job. And I go, oh, oh congrats. I go, uh, uh, is that yours? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you yes, that's, idiot. He was like, yes that's, that's mine. I was like, oh, okay, congrats, man. <laughs> I, I, mean, I got one too, want to see my kid? <laughs> is that yours? <laughs> he was like, but I mean, it was it was hilarious. It it was uh it was insane. And then I had to fly back to Milwaukee, you know, back to Michigan, do a show yesterday, and then uh oh on Sunday, and then fly from Michigan back to LA, layover, take a fucking bus to the you know Van Nuys terminal because it's like two hundred dollars for an Uber back from the airport, and you have to take a bus to the Uber station from LAX. So I'm like, I'll just take it all the way to the fan nines. But, but, then, yeah. but then, then it was like 12 people were, the guy gets up, he's like, we only have 12 spaces and there's 20 people here. So I don't know who was here first. I was like, go, oh. you know, cause so then uh, it was a fucking mess anyway. But uh, fucking that was, sucks. Yeah. Did you watch the fights at all? I did watch the fights, dude. This, this is what I was talking about. This we actually, about? we managed to not jinx it. Uh, and that it turned out, I mean, it turned out to be an In fact, the fact, I mean, first of all, the fact that he actually lasted all five rounds, he seemed, uh, Costa seemed so, obviously, tw and 20 pounds overweight. Like, is, is, at what point does the, the, the gaming commission come in and be like, no, or athletic commission is like, guys, this, you, this isn't even, you're not even close to being in the same weight division. I mean, it was so weird. But he lasted all five rounds, and it was the slugfest we wanted, baby. That was a, it was a great fight. I loved it. It was a good card, and it was, it was a good fight night, but that fight was really it – was, it was the five rounds I think UFC fans needed. A couple things, though. First of all, Marvin Vittori has the hardest chin I've ever seen in my life. I mean, the guy – because he – Costa came in at 226 that night, and he was yeah. 206. So he was 40 pounds over what he should have been, Costa. Well, 85, 95, 105. Yeah, 225. He was 40 pounds over what he was actually supposed to weigh. And this dude just ate his shots. But, I mean, I, the crowd was like, ooh, oh, oh, and ate his kicks. Marvin Vittori had – Yeah, how those things didn't cripple his rib cage, his left side. I mean, he was getting slammed and just walked right through it. I mean – he earned that motherfucking victory. I'll tell you, and he, I, I, that's why you're wondering, like, I mean, today, yesterday, what were, what was his body like the next morning trying to just sit up? Like, he, those shots were, uh, and it would slap so hard. Yeah. So loud. Yeah, it was, it, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, hey, what's up? Uh, McCorkle, how are you? What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Everything yeah. right? Oh, yeah, just... Hustling around, man. I had a guy show up to do some work at my house, and he's extremely late. So, like, it's all like always, man. So, 
Have you talked to the Don Fry at all? We have, no one knows where he is. I tried texting on his other number, but it didn't go through. So I assume that's not his number anymore. But I don't yeah. know. But no one knows where happened to Don Fry. Um, did you watch the fights over the weekend? Uh, I did. Well, the ones that mattered. I watched Fedor's fight, and I watched the fight I lost the fortune on, the Paulo Costa fight. It was nice <laughs> to see him not even try. <laughs> that was nice for him to not even – not even. I thought of those odds, man, at him, but plus 150, I got to take that bet. Apparently, I don't have to take that bet. That was a bad idea. <laughs> no, but the guy misses weight by 20 pounds, and you still bet on him? Yeah, I thought that would be to his advantage. I thought, oh, he doesn't have to cut weight. And I, but Tory looked so terrible against Stylebender, like the worst fighter I've ever seen. I thought, man, if he fights like that, Costa will knock his head off. But apparently he doesn't fight anymore. He gassed out in the first 45 seconds and didn't fight at all. Kind of remind me of me in my late uh, fighting days. But. but he still took – I mean, he still took those shots, right? I mean, anybody else would have been knocked out by those shots. I guess, man. Vittori doesn't exactly hit that hard, so I, I don't know. He, he looks so bad against no, Stylebender. I figured saying, there was I'm no saying, way Costa would be. No, I'm saying Vittori taking Costa shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, still, though, man, I, I just – I don't know what's happened to him, uh, Costa, since he lost to Stylebender. Like, he looked terrible in that fight, and then uh, he looked uh, – he looked tired to me, man, early, really early. He looked tired. So. Oh, yeah. I was amazed it's, he survived five rounds. But then yeah. in the fifth round, I mean, he—they he, were swinging, man. He was still there, still swinging. I was—I was surprised. I wasn't impressed, but I was surprised. No, a part of me feels like Costa likes being a celebrity, is, is really talented and really good at fighting, but doesn't necessarily like fighting or doesn't like training at least the cardio. Maybe he likes actually getting in there and throwing punches, but it seems to be like a guy who's really good at fighting but doesn't want to actually put in the work. Well, man, when he fought Yoel Romero, I think it was, he looked like a, like Superman. Like, he was walking through everything he hit him with. Like, it wasn't – that's why I thought he was going to do Stylebender. I thought he was going to mix it up with him. And uh, he looked like he'd never fought before against Stylebender. But, um, yeah. And then uh, that was – yeah, that was, a, that was a joke the other night. That was terrible. Actually, uh, mostly because I had money on it. That's why I was so mad. But. Real quick, let's get – before we get back to the UFC, let's get to the Fedor fight. That was depressing. I was so looking forward to Tim Johnson going in there. When he walked in the, I am a real American guy with Hulk Hogan, I was like, this, this is hilarious. And he just, as soon as like they were like, Tim Johnson's really working on his head movement and Extreme Couture has really improved his boxing. As soon as they said that, he gets cracked. <laughs> like, like right on cue and knocked out and knocked out. Man, I mean, I guess, you know, they say power is the last thing to go, and Fedor has always had power. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about him, man, uh, Tim Johnson needs to work on his hair removal. Forget uh, head <laughs> movement, because that guy had patches of hair growing in the weirdest places I've ever seen. That was, uh, well, that was I, distracting. Were you impressed by Fedor knocking him out, though? Yeah, I mean, Fedor's always got – he's always got that one-punch power. Um, I did see some people online say the fight was a setup. I was like – how do you fake or set up someone's head jerking that fast when they get hit? Like, if you watch it, if you watch it slow motion, I mean, he connect. Yeah. Solid on both that left and that right. You know, like, it, uh, but everybody's like, oh, it was a setup. Like, yeah, I'm sure they're rigging fights. And yeah. That, that's not ridiculous. That's, but no, Fedor's sure like, he can still beat anybody on any given day, man. I'm sure a guy who's in the Army uh, and Tim Johnson, the guy that has hit kind of his kind of career, is going to all of a sudden, you know, throw a fight to Fedor. Yeah. Fight that if yeah. he wins, puts him back in the you know, top three, top four. Now, Grant Dawson, Rick Glenn. I'm a huge Grant Dawson fan. I love Grant. And uh, he's a friend. And yeah, it's funny too, because I was like, after the fight, I, I texted him. I'm like, bro, you know, great job, but stop scaring the shit out of me, right? And he goes, uh, he, he writes back, sorry, man, I really tried. And I was like, dude, I'm not, 
dude, I don't ever apologize. First of all, you tried your hardest. I'm fucking with you. Like, you're obviously an amazing fighter. And when, you know, when you're the champ, don't forget me. He goes, okay, but please, he goes, but, 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 but please still make fun of me. <laughs> like, just, he goes, please, make fun of me. which I thought was pretty damn cool. Uh, but man, oh man, that third round was all Rick Glenn. Did you see that happening, Greg? That was the only time I've ever been happy to see a draw. Yeah. This was the only draw that I'm like, yes, you're exactly right. This, this was a fucking draw. Yeah. For Rick Glenn to come back and fight like that and take that third round and have the, the, the it was a great fight. It was a, it was clearly a draw. I was like, yeah, this is a draw. Uh, Sean? I didn't see that one. No, it's a, I thought that fight was on Bellator, so I figured there's no way I'd be able to find it anyway, so I didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, yeah, no, I didn't get to see that one. I just watched uh, the, the main event on both those. And then Jesse Jess looked really good. Uh, she, you know, she, she won a fight against a girl. Sometimes you just can't finish people. Sometimes people are just too tough to be finished. They're, they're, it's like those wrestlers when I used to wrestle, there were guys that just were like good enough to not get pinned and make you look bad because they would lose six to three or five to four. Sometimes people are just good enough to stay in the game, and that kind of is what happened. Bruce Lee that Jocelyn girl, though, I mean, she has hands. She was throwing them hands, but she, she has no wrestling at all. I mean, None. And, that is, and then they would separate them. She'd go, great, thanks. I'd just right back in, and five more minutes. I mean, it was boring as fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, you had to respect. I mean, Jesse just, just could tell, hey, she can't stop me at any point. So she just did it the whole time. It was yeah. boring as fuck, but, but very dominating win for her. Well, it's funny, though, because if you, like, people like that, like, if you have a, pers- a good personality outside of MMA, I feel like fans won't even – they want to see you win. Like, like, like Chael Sonnen, Colby Covington, they don't have the most exciting fighting styles, but because yeah. people, like, people like them, like, fuck it. Just, you know, get the win. You know what I'm saying? So, there, seriously, like, guys like John Fitch, Jake Shields, although not Jake Shields now, they really weren't, like, characters outside of the octagon. So, when they won like that, people were like, this is fucking yeah. boring, right? But people like that, like, uh, you get behind because you like them. And just, just sort of has that, like, fan base outside of MMA, outside of just – you know, what's going on. So well, have- and that's the thing is you see her, okay, and this is going to sound like such an old man thing to say, but you just see her and like, you know, she's this adorable blonde girl and then she has all these crazy tattoos on her face and on her legs and you just, and she's a fighter. And I'm sorry, but I can't, I'm wondering what happened. <laughs> I'm guessing there was some heroin involved if she won. So, I don't know. Something, there's some point where she was like something, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened to something. Australian girls, you know? Australian girls are a different kind of, different kind of girl, dude. Australian girls are like, they're, they're, they're maybe that's all that happened. Maybe that's what it is. They're just, she's just Aussie and they're just tough fucking fighter bit girls. I don't know. I don't uh, yeah, I, want I don't to- know, man, but I just like, I'm like, geez, honey, gee, you went all the way with this, didn't you? Jeez. I once had sex with an Australian girl, and afterwards, she's like, that's all you got? <laughs> I was like, geez. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that really was all I had, uh, number one. But I couldn't believe like, that's, that's it? That's all you got? That's all we're going to do? Chino, that, that, that comedian Chino LaForge tells a story about uh, hooking up with a, uh, an Australian girl. And she was like, I'm sorry, but I'm on my, what, I'm on my period. He's like, oh, she goes, but it's okay. You can throw it in the dumper. <laughs> really? Oh. Wow, that's hilarious! <laughs> I'll never forget. I was in Australia. Yeah, I was in Australia one time, and a guy said, 
he was saying I was funny. I was like, oh, thanks. He goes, no, no, like we actually get your sense of humor here in Australia, which was kind of like a, a backhanded compliment because he was oh, yeah. saying the whole rest of the world didn't understand my jokes. He was like, we actually get it here. And I was like, I'm cool. Gonna, like, it's all righty. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with this analysis. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think I actually think That's the problem. I I think think it was, yeah, that. I think it was a bigger compliment than you realize. <laughs> No, dude, you know how many times I've done shows, people go, I thought you were funny. Or, like, the worst is when you think. Oh, that's the worst, where they're like, I really enjoyed it. Like, I got, it's like, shut your, fuck you, man. I was laughing, or, or like, this crowd sucks. Like, dude, I was there, number one. And the worst is when you think you did well, and they go, man, tough crowd. And then I got to rethink whether I'm, I have laugh ears. That's what, that's what. Yeah, Eddie, yeah. Eddie Giff used to call them laugh ears. Comedians that think they're doing better than they, they are. You have, you have laugh ears. Uh, so, by the way, um, Bruce Leroy, that fight, you know what? This kid, th that impressed me so much. He was getting the shit beaten out of him the first. He kept getting dropped. Yeah, he almost got – he's lucky he survived the first. And then he came back. I mean, came back with a rear neck. I mean, go Bruce Leroy. Holy shit. That was such – you know, that kind of fight shows me more than – you know, any one of uh, like like Chimaev's fight where he just goes out and steamrolls people. Like the fact that you can come back, that's when you know a guy is a good fighter. That's when you know a guy is a good comic, a good athlete. It's like, don't anyone can kill in a hot crowd. It's when you're bombing the first 10 minutes and you got to do, yeah. and you got to do 45. Uh, yeah. Or even the first 20 and you got to do 45. To me, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I'm sure you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> I either bomb the whole way or there's nothing. <laughs> McCorkle, did you ever come back from a, a fight where you lost the first? Uh, I don't know how many times I ever fought in the second round. I either won in the first 90 seconds or lost in the first two minutes. It's kind of what you worked out for me because, uh, yeah, I think I only went to the second round like three times ever. Now, now but, but were you one of those guys that if you, if you could beat you in the first or, or even practice, guys can get in your head or were you always game to come back? Oh, no, I would fight to the death. Uh, I just was always real tired after the first 90 seconds. But, uh, yeah, I would um, – I remember when I fought uh, – what's his name? Uh, Christian Moorcraft. I remember getting – I got my ass kicked the first round. Like, he, we, it all came down to one scramble. He tried to not put me in a knee bar, which we didn't drill because who thinks Christian Moorcraft's going to throw a knee bar from the bottom position? Like, actually threw a knee bar, completely threw me off, got on top. It was one scramble. He beat me to it. And then he just elbowed me in the face the whole rest of the first round. And when I came back, both eyes were almost swollen shut. Like, I bleed everywhere. And I remember my corner said, uh, okay, we lost the first round. And I started laughing. Like, like I started laughing in the corner because I was thinking, like, if I wasn't sure, like, hey, how would you think I did that first round? Yeah, he's like, okay, we lost the first round. So we got two left. I'm like, okay, well, at least the, the math part. Can, I, can I tell you, buddy, getting elbowed in the face for the rest of the round sounds like no kind of fun. Yeah. Well, at one point, he actually just dug his elbow into my eye and started rubbing it around. Like, if you watch the fight uh, online, oh my he actually just rubbing it in my face, like, over and over. And I remember thinking, like, that is so dirty, like, when it was going happening. You know, I mean, it's legal, but it seemed kind of like a dirty move to, to put your elbow into my eye and rub it around. But, now, Sean, when you're getting elbow you know, in your face, does it, does it hurt, or is your adrenaline so high where you don't feel it to the next day? Uh, you, uh, you hear it more than you feel it, as strange as that sounds. Like, if they really hit you hard, really elbow you hard. You hear like the noise more so, and it'll hurt a little bit. But I would say like I'd, I'd say the equivalent like a bee sting, like that much pain. You know, like you you feel a sting, but not much. But it's more the feeling of being uh, like almost like the UFC video game when you get rocked. Like the everything 
kind of goes quiet. If you really, really get hit, everything kind of gets quiet a little bit, you know, and you get dizzy and you're kind of like, wait, what is going on? But yeah, the pain, it's not so much pain as it is. Um, I remember standing up when I would get hit, I'd always hear the noise more than feel the pain. Like I'd hear like a real loud slap, you know, or something like uh, that. But uh, yeah, I was never real, real rocked in a fight. Uh, in practice, I was like sparring, but never in a fight. You know, that's why, you know, it takes, I always say comedians are just wired differently. You know, to, the desire to act, the desire to actually go up and stand in front of people and, and make jokes and stuff. And the same is true for fighters. But to my eye, I think a tap. I, think I, I don't even think I wait. I don't sit there and like, this is dirty. I can't wait till this round's over. I mean, I think I'm like, stop, stop, tap. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the crazy thing is when you first start fighting, you get mad when someone hits you real hard, but you get five or six fights in, and if they smoke you, you can you almost appreciate it. Like, man, that was pretty good. Like, you know what I mean? Or, man, he really surprised me with that. You know, like, or whatever. Like, you actually yeah. take a moment to appreciate their work for a second. Like, gosh, he really, or he really got me with that uppercut. Like, that's what you think during the fight. You don't get mad about it. It's weird. Like, so Oof, that is weird. So after the uh, the after the uh, Bruce Leroy fight, I go, man, that guy came back harder than Little Nas X, right? So <laughs> and so, oh, no, I said, he, yeah, he came from behind harder than Little Nas X. That's what I said, right? That's what he was. He came, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He came from behind. So, but but I I wrote a joke like years ago. I go, uh, Martin Cannon comes from behind more than Lance Bass, right? So Joe Rogan. Fucking said that on a telecast. Did you ever hear that story, Greg? Greg, can you hear me? Fuck. I think the mm. uh, the Wi-Fi. No, I never heard him say it. I remember when I heard him say that. Yeah, is like the Wi-Fi off? Is the Wi-Fi no. bad? No, we're fine. You seem fine. Can you not hear me? Is yeah. my Wi-Fi bad? I think I'm getting like a little, a little bit of a lag. Um. So yeah. So Joe Rogan goes, yeah. Like my friend Adam Hunter said. Martin Campman comes from behind more than uh, Lance Bass, right? And all of a sudden, he got kicked off Fox Sports for that. <laughs> like, dude, the fucking internet went crazy. Like, fire going, like, how dare he? And then all these trolls came out of nowhere where they were like, some, like, people, how these memes came back of like Lance Bass. They're like, we got your back, bro. And then uh, someone was like, as a gay man, I am offended, not because of the joke, but because you assume that Lance Bass is a top. He's definitely a bottom. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then somebody else wrote, like, that's how the Holocaust started. I'm like, yeah, this is how the Holocaust started. Like, jokes like, fuck it, it's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Hey, uh, Wait, that's, that's how the Holocaust Fuck. Now, now the Wi Fi is terrible. Greg, can you hear him? It's breaking up a little bit. Yeah. 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 What were you saying, Sean? I was just saying, that's how the Holocaust started with the Lance Bass joke. That doesn't make <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> I know. The whole thing, it's like uh, the X-Men timeline. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, Did I tell up. you guys about the time? Go on. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I had another Nazi no, story. Go ahead. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another Nazi story? Oh, we're good. All right, so here's the thing. So, Random Marcos, by the way. This was the best random Marcos. I think she like lost four out of five. She needed a win. And damn, did she get it. She looked fucking awesome. She was doing that like Baroni, Dave Monet, like fucking just. And then at the end, then she got taken down and did that like Gary Goodrich fucking elbow while, the, while you're in like a fireman's carry. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I was, I was super, super. Hurt. All right. Some other things that went on. The guy that you beat, Sean, yeah. Arias Pujanowski, he the world's strongest man, beat another guy that was, uh, I guess, the best wrestler ever from that area. Have you? Have, did you see that fight, Greg? No. I saw you. You posted a little something about. It. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at here? <laughs> so, uh, Sean, tell me about this fight. I, I saw. I guess that guy was some like uh, I don't know. It's Congolese, Senegalese, whatever, somewhere over there in Africa. Like once some world champion wrestler. Like, I think it's that wrestling where they grab down each other's pants or something, like their underwear. I don't know if you ever seen that, but it's like a real weird sumo style mix. But uh, yeah, no, Pujowski hits hard, man. And like he, people give him a hard time or whatever because he's just a strong man or whatever. But uh, his right hand's no joke, dude. That was uh, that was crazy because that guy they were touting that guy as like the next big thing. And he, who knows? He 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 likes he like he, he you know the guy still might be, but uh, Pujanowski's that was a good win for him. Good win for you though because you're one on one against him, Sean. Yeah, I I, did, I remember after the first fight I declared myself the world's new strongest man, and he did not like that at all. <laughs> like he did not think that was funny at all. That's I just kept saying all the interviews. I wasn't really excited about the win as I was the uh, the fact that I uh, am now the world's strongest man. So right here. You got it. So here, right here. It, it, was, it was in KSW. So which one won? The world's strongest man or the mechanic? <laughs> I just uh, that he was a white guy. He was a guy from Poland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to wonder, man. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if Janowski doesn't take steroids. I get crosses <laughs> my mind on occasion. It almost seems suspicious. Um, it came out that yeah, he's only like uh, you know what, like 58 years old and <laughs> built like the Hulk. <laughs> Jeez, that really it just they should have just had they should have stood across the ring from each other and tossed needles at each other <laughs> <laughs> and just let, let the steroids win whoever steroids wins wins uh, they should have like you know how they have those contests where you gotta throw the thing as close it they should have like you throw the needle to the other guy's arm and whoever gets closer yeah <laughs> And like you can stick it in there. Was, yeah, yeah, cornhole with steroids. steroids. How many you stick in the air? He landed, he landed eight needles. Yeah, just have a dart game. Just have a dart. He's got to hit this needle. He's only got two left, and he's down by two. Yeah, and you're just hitting each other's arms or ass cheeks. <laughs> Take yeah. it in the air. I think ass cheek steroids <laughs> with darts is the fucking, that's, that's the next game. That's the next big thing. Um, so it came out that Logan Paul in February is supposed to fight Mike Tyson. Uh, it's a, a done deal. <laughs> I know Greg is excited. <laughs> I, look, I don't even know who wins this fight anymore. I mean, Tyson's what, 55? I, I, look, well, I, I'll say at least he's a boxer. Now, he is the oldest boxer. No, no, Logan. The... That's the one that fought Mayweather. So he's going to now have... Oh, okay. So he fought Mayweather, and now he's going to take out Tyson. <laughs> yeah. this, this, is, this is his plan. Is to go through all all the living legends and Rocky Marciano in 2023 if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if if Mike Tyson's allowed to take steroids and uh, and TRT, whatever else, he, whatever he threw up on Roy Jones, whatever he, I don't, I don't know if he did anything, but allegedly he was on some stuff. I think he'll destroy Logan Paul. If the same guy that shows up against Roy Jones shows up, 
However, yeah. however, if Tyson's on mushrooms all day and doesn't train for this, man, would there anything sadder be watching Logan Paul knock out Mike Tyson? I mean, would that just be the saddest thing in the world? <laughs> it will be the first time I will be anti-mushrooms. I mean, I don't even know. Like, if, if Logan Paul, let's say he flatlines, like, if, like he does what Vitor did to Holyfield. I mean, one thing, it was Vitor Belfort, so you're like, you're like okay, fine. Imagine he just runs through Tyson in one round. Like, I think, I think at that point, we, everyone just starts over. Like, everyone, like, everyone, no more social media, no more computers. Like, we just, everyone, it's over. Like we're we're going back to. Farming. I just I just give up, man. I why the I mean I but see I get it. It's not for them. It isn't about the sport. It isn't about anything. It's this kid manages to generate you know a hundred million dollars, and who doesn't want fifty million dollars? So it's just I mean I, I get it, but I'm like it's the biggest insult to the sport of boxing ever. So what happens in this fight, Tyson versus Logan Paul? I got to think Tyson kills him, man. Tyson looked really, really good against Roy Jones uh, Jr. in that fight. I know he was fighting a 53-year-old Roy Jones, but, man, he looked uh, not just on the pads. In the actual fight himself, the first two or three rounds, he looked dangerous, man, like he really did. Like, uh, I can't imagine if he comes in shape that Paul beats him. But, I mean, I couldn't imagine Jake Paul would beat Tyron Woodley either. So, you know, like, it, it, nothing ceases to amaze me anymore, man. Uh, Greg, what happens to this fight? Putting every dime on Logan Paul. Here's like, <laughs> these are fixed fights. He's paying these guys to take five, to not knock him out, to make them last, to go the distance. I guarantee, and I want you to mark my words, and I want to clip this, and I want us to play it again when I'm right. There, it will go the distance. He will go the distance. There will be no knockout. Of course, there'll be no decision either. They'll just go in there. Ties will come in fat. He's going to come in fat. He's going to come in like, like just – and don't be surprised if Logan Paul knocks him out because I'm sure there's a $10 million bonus if he lets him knock him out. <laughs> so please put all your money on the guy guaranteed to go the distance, Logan Paul. Oh, God. Now, have you seen these two guys, the, uh, the Island Boys? They're the, they're the, have you seen these guys? No. Is this like the Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> no. So these guys are the biggest thing in, t in TikTok and rap. And I actually said, I, 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 first time I saw them, I go, you know, Sean O'Malley and uh, – and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said him and uh, Touchy Feely have their new group, right? And I put – they're all tatted up. And they're from, they're from Florida, these kids. And both of them retweeted it and laughed about it. So – but they're the biggest things right now in – the internet and uh here i'll show you i'll show you the video i want to see uh live reaction to the two <laughs> future future rap stars of america hold on hold on here we go and wait till you see these guys from florida they're only 18 years old all right hold on uh all right so i'm an island boy i'm just trying to make it and I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like it's wild one. But you better really keep that gun. I'ma keep it like I'm up in the sun. I've been really at your food gazing. I'm like, boy, what you really saying? I told him I will pull up like a super saiyan. I'm trying to be out the greatest. Hey, look, I'm an island boy with my best on like a one my mind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to 
keep it like an island boy. Keep it like you two old guns. You keep it like you really do right. You will be like Elmo son. Uh, <laughs> are, are they being those, serious? Those kids are just. Right? Are those just. Those are two little Jewish kids. That's the. I know those kids. That's Moisha and that's Noah. That is. Those. Yeah. The hurt spells. <laughs> Those are the biggest. Yeah, they're being totally serious. Uh, they're blowing up on the internet. With the island band, <laughs> we play with toys, and we stand around. Our parents let us get tattoos, and we wear hair like a clown. Island band. So they're 18 years old. They've been arrested a couple times for robbery and stuff and at starbucks <laughs> <laughs> and now they're the biggest thing on tiktok you can't go on tiktok everyone's doing parodies of them uh they say they're making a lot of money off this uh i, I <laughs> uh, what a world we live in man that's amazing first of all who sewed all the dicks into their hairs <laughs> <laughs> Did they just take a bucket of dildos and say, "Can you weave this into my Jufro?" <laughs> they're not. They're, they're Cuban. They're, 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 they live in, I mean, they were born in Miami, but they're South Florida, and their, their parents are Cuban. Yeah, because uh, there's no Jews in South Florida. That I, that I know. <laughs> <laughs> why we, no, why are we blaming the Jews for these fucking guys? I, 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 come on, we have enough problems now. We're the island boys. Like, the I, they, they look like two Jewish kids from the suburbs to me. I mean, the Jews have nothing to do with this one. All right. Oh my god. There, there are other things to blame the Jews for, but it's not the island. Look! Boys. Look! Look! They're not Jewish biased. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, Hector Lombard's from Cuba, too. I'd like to hear Greg Lombard as the Island Boys. That's what uh, I'd like Hector, to hear. Uh, uh, Hector Jr., what do you think of the Island Boys? <laughs> I don't know. Where are they from? What island? What island do they think they come from? They come to here, now they're the Island Boy. I'm the Island Boy. Island Boy. Island Boy. You hear me? That's how you know. <laughs> All right, Hector. We got Hector's opinion on this. I get it. Uh, Greg Fry, are you a fan of the Island Boys? Island Boys. Can Island from Island The time forgot Island but here <laughs> look like a finger in a socket. I don't trust them. So, so so basically it's basically the catch me outside girl but like the male equivalent to, but it's twins, double the, double the much. And uh, the island, <laughs> keep it like that. So I tagged O'Malley and Touchy Feely. I said, congrats on your new song. And, uh, both, <laughs> and both of them, it just got, yeah. I love it when fighters are good sports. Like it was, uh, it was Kelvin Gastel's birthday. So I, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. happy birthday, Kelvin. And I put uh, Gabriel Iglesias <laughs> the picture of him. But Sean, you're, are, are you banned from Facebook now? Uh, yeah, I'm blocked again for that joke I sent you guys about uh, hindsight being for homosexuals. Um, I think that's the right term. But, uh, yeah, because I made a joke about trying to be canceled. <laughs> I can't get it. the right saying. term. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, wait, uh, let me just really quick, in your mind, what were, what were your alternate choices? <laughs> I, said, I said that uh, 
I said on Facebook that I've been trying to get canceled for years. I said, I guess I should have got famous first, but uh, hindsight is for the F word, uh, the, the less offensive F word, I think. Hindsight for homosexuals is actually a really funny joke. I think if, right. you, if you just would have said homosexuals, that would have been fine. Yeah, I've been politically correct, but uh, it's like when Norm <laughs> McDonald, instead of saying retarded, was saying Down syndrome, like he was yeah. like, uh, I think you'd have to. Like, yeah, it's I, don't like, know. I should have said Down syndrome. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Made it even worse. But uh, yeah, no, so yeah, I'm, I'm off Facebook now. I'm off uh, Twitter, and uh, I stopped using Instagram uh, by choice, so I'm pretty much uh, don't exist on social media right now. Although I need to get on TikTok, apparently, if the Island Boys are on there. And I didn't know I was doing <laughs> stuff like that. I, I, would you mind playing it just one more time? It's really addictive. Really? I, I, yeah, let's, let's just, let's really, I just can't get enough. <laughs> It's just, you know, because they say there are no artists left in America. <laughs> and yet TikTok proves them right every day. You really want to hear it again? Yeah, play it one more time, please. Okay. I, think, I think our listeners deserve it. I think we deserve <laughs> it. I think, I think this, is, this is what America is. This is great. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like it's wild one. But you better really keep that gun. I'm gonna keep it like I'm up in the sun. I've been really at your food. I'm glad he pointed at the sun and I looked around. That was at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like you took your buns. You won't keep it like boy. They didn't really write a lot of lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I keep playing wild. Clap the buns. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm gonna do it. I'm just an island boy. You, you watch. They're saying they're Cuban. We're gonna find out. They're Hirschfeld. They're, they're... <laughs> Stop blaming the Those Jews kids are Jewish. Hey, they're not Jewish. We're not blaming them. Okay? That's a sketch on SNL. That's not, I, I think definitely. I wonder if that, if SNL. Has gotten to it yet? Because you know, oh, please bring back Adam Sandberg for this one, Andy Sandberg for this one. Oh my, I'm gonna keep it like a, it's kind of catchy though, dude. Come on, come on. You know what? I think I think you and I need to do. Uh, we need to do our own. I think we do. I think I, we got to take our shirts off and paint on some, and uh, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause we're island boys. Look, there's the sun, and I'm wearing shoes, and that's a tree. Island boy. So on TikTok, one of their old teachers was on and talked about them. Because now anyone who knows okay. them is not making videos, about, and then they react to it. So I guess he's like, "Yeah, I used to be a teacher when they went to school," and he's like, "The names are like, you know, Matt and Chris, whatever." He's like, and I remember I was a substitute teacher. And uh, I go, where do you want to live when you grow up? And the guy goes, the kid says, a star. And he goes, you can't live, the guy goes, you can't live on a star because it's full of gas, a little flow, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, whatever. And they started beating each other up in class. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> Now that sounds like twins. <laughs> Somewhere there's a teacher of the Diaz brothers with similar stories. <laughs> All right, this week, PFL is back. I love the PFL because, you know, when you want to The Diaz have, brothers should do Wait a minute. The Diaz brothers should do it with a stock. I honestly, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I was thinking about pitching that for the I, 
on my text, I'm like, for the awards this year, we, we got to do one of these, you know? Um, it would be, it'd be pretty fucking hilarious. Think, well, I, they would do it, it would be epic. They, they would never do it. I, I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I could see that being the case. <laughs> I feel like they would fight me for suggesting it. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nate, you know those island bo- Click, hello? <laughs> at, least they've got the, at least they've got the body type down. Oh, oh, Nate Diaz now? Oh, yeah, right. So, uh, PFL, uh, Kayla Harrison. I'm the buffet boy. That's what we'll do. We'll do buffet boys. It's fighting for a million dollars against Taylor Gordado. Uh, she's a five, she's a uh, minus 5,000 favorite. Oh, my. Sounds like I'll bet on that and lose. Because <laughs> you, you don't even look at the fighters. You look at all you see are the numbers, and you're like, oh, my God. No, but he's going to bet on Kayla to win and lose. Oh, yeah, it all depends on what Greg says. He's going to bet on Kayla to win and lose. Yeah, I'll yeah. still, yeah, five, yeah, 500 to one, I'll start 550 to one, I'll still lose every time. She got into it with Dana White a little bit. Not into it, into it, but Dana White says, hey, are you ever, they asked him about Kayla Harrison because, you know, she's a two-time gold medalist uh, in judo, only person in America to do that ever. Uh, she's never lost a round. She's a monster. She's kicking everyone's ass. Trains with Nunez. And Dana said, look, you know, uh, you know she, she should still stay in the PFL and keep those million dollars. You know, she's not ready to come here yet. Which, of course, you know, uh, Kayla it was like, responded very, you know, professional and stuff. But he's like, well, he's his opinion, blah, blah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Kayla just looks unbeatable right now. There's nothing you can say. Look, no one's unbeatable, but... It's like Kayla looks like Ronda Rousey look without the, without the distractions. And uh, actually a lot better than Ronda. Uh, a lot better than Ronda because Ronda, you know, arguably lost some rounds to Misha or around like it was competitive. Her fight's already been competitive, Kayla. But she's also not fighting the same caliber of people that are <laughs> fighting. So. Um, well, I mean, look, so they don't think this girl has a chance? In the, well, I think Dana might just be saying that to like, you know – uh, he might just be saying that because he actually wants to sign her and he's trying to build hype around her. And maybe he knows that like, it's going to get saying that we'll get some hype and, you know, who knows? Uh, but he's I mean, the odds makers, the one making the odds. So, I mean, no, 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 it's ridiculous, he, but, he, but no, but no, not a chance in the UFC. I mean, he just has a chance, but she, he's just staying in the UFC right now, but he's kind of right. No, 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 no. What I was saying, no one's given this Taylor Guardo girl a chance. Guardado, Guardado, Guardado. No one's giving her a chance, man. Like, is she that bad or is Kayla that good? It seems like Kayla just has, like, she's just, her striking isn't, like, obviously world-class yet, but her judo is so good and she's so big and strong that she's she's just, the girls aren't having to be able to figure her out. Somebody will figure her out. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I mean, like, her versus Cyborg would be a great fight at 145. But It'll be the first person to ever figure a woman out in history. I was thinking if Dana wants to bring her to the UFC, really all he has to do is invite her to fight in Abu Dhabi and be like, come on over for an island fight. <laughs> oh, it's creeping into everything. Dude, um, it's funny, though, because... Nobody might- watches the PFL. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, I've actually enjoyed quite a number of the fights. No, but you're right, though. Uh, it's funny, though, about Sean, about your comment about women. Because there are times I'll be fighting with my wife, and I'll be like, listen, here's why I'm right. This is what happened. And she'll look at me. She goes, what do you want? I'm a woman. 
and then she wins the <laughs> argument. Like, like that, how could that be the argument? It's like, like, like <laughs> I have to just say, okay. it's crazy. What? Go on. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the heavyweight championship, and uh, I don't know how do you say this, Deliha, yeah. uh, Delija. Uh, this guy's got a third nipple. <laughs> they didn't even Photoshop it or nothing. You got a third nipple, really? Look at it, man. Look, go to the professional Fair. minor league site right now. Share the picture. He's got a third nipple, man. The, the uh, PFL site? The heavyweight dude, which I can see why no one ever mentions it to him. No one's going to be like, hey, you giant fighter guy, you got a third nipple. All right, hold on. Let me, let me see. All right, so we got – it's on, on, like, the main page? On the main page uh, for the fight, for the championship fights. If you go to the championship fight, the October 27th, and you scroll wait, down wait, to so Wiz Khalifa is performing live there. <laughs> what <laughs> is he? Yeah, it says on the site. It says performing live Wiz Khalifa during the like, dude. Listen, I, these guys know how to draw some eyeballs. I love it. Eyeball. Look at the heavyweight championship. No, no one even knows that. I just went on the site and saw that. I mean, shouldn't we know this? It feels like they're just giving out. Did this? What is this? Bellator? <laughs> this and bare knuckle boxing. Like, this and bare knuckle boxing is like I don't know where they get these money, their, their money from. Uh, they just all right. So I'm on the site now. Where am I supposed to go? Okay, so you go to the championship October 27th championship for the full and look at the full card. Yeah, full card. Hold on. Then scroll down to the cha- to the heavyweight championship and the guy on the right. Look at him. All right. Well, Ray Cooper, who's fucking awesome, came for him. Crystal Shields Don't get fight. caught up in the fights before it just yet. Go down and look at this guy's I, I swear it's a third oh, nipple. Shit, you're right. He does have a third nipple. He's got a third fucking nipple. All right, hold on. McCorkle, you're an, you're an expert on uh on third nipples. Well, this is either like a bump or or this is like the worst case of okay, let me see what we got. Wait, what's his name? What is uh the guy's uh, name Deliha? Delija? Can you see it? Right here. Oh yeah. That might be a zit. Or like, no. Know, man. That is a third nipple, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's not from steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dude's just made, now we know why he's a big time fighter. Because he, yeah, he kept getting made fun of for having a third nipple. Yeah, he, he started getting killing titty, motherfuckers. He kept getting titty twisted his whole life. I mean, <laughs> So, all right, so we got... Uh, third nipple! I guess the third nipple. So, Clarissa Shields is arguably, they call her the female GOAT, which is a two-time gold medalist in, in boxing, undefeated. Her first fight was a disaster. I don't care. I mean, she won it, but she was getting beat uh, the first two rounds and then came back and won. So, I guess it wasn't a disaster, but I, it was a, uh, very scary on her part. So, she's fighting this girl, Montez. I don't know anything about her. Now, she recently said, Shields that she would fuck up Jake Shields in a boxing match. I mean, Jake Paul in a boxing match. Uh, she would destroy <laughs> Jake Paul in a boxing match. Uh, McCorkle, do you agree with this? I agree that she would probably beat Jake Shields in a boxing match. Um, <laughs> I don't know about Jake Paul. So, you think she yeah, would no. in boxing or no? Uh, probably not, no. Uh, I wouldn't, she's, uh, she's the best in the world, and this guy's not – Top one. Well, she's the best female in the world. That makes a big difference. It's like I could play the WNBA right now and dominate. Like I play that is not true. That is unequivocally not true. I I had the opportunity to play with like an all like a national level like top 
women's NCAA player at one time when I wasn't even very good in high school, and I yeah, but like, you now probably had forty nah. on it. Like it wasn't close. I, I could dominate. I don't know if I could run. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of running involved in uh, even in in, in WNBA. I, I think you could probably like in, in like horse maybe. Yeah, if it's all dunks, uh, and there's like a small trampoline. Instagram. All right, so Chris Wade <laughs> is fighting uh, Kabulayev, who's 18-0. I hope Chris Wade wins. I fucking like Chris Wade a lot. He's from Long Island. He was a state champ wrestler. Had some Another fun. island boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> How do we get it? All right, so this Saturday. He looks a little, he looks a little different. He's definitely from a different island. This Saturday, we got Jan Blakovich taking on Glover Teixeira uh, for the light heavyweight title. This Saturday night, Saturday day from Abu Dhabi. Ah, man, I mean, when's, the, the question is, what is age going to catch up to Glover, right? I mean, this dude, it just keeps getting better with age. He's like defying everything. He's, he was born, he's 41 years old. He's not that old, but still, in, in MMA, that's actually pretty old. And he's had, you know, hundreds of fights. The other guy, Jan, is... 38, so he's not really that much younger. Uh, I don't know who wins this fight. I, I, I don't know who wins. Sean, who wins this fight? I, I don't know, man. I guarantee you, like, in this fight, uh, somebody's going to sleep either way, and it's probably the audience, because I couldn't give a shit less about that fight. Like, I haven't enjoyed a Glover to share a fight in, like, 10 years. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, yeah and the – Oh, it's, I mean, it's the, great. I mean – I don't know. Yeah, versus Anthony. It'll Smith. be very awkward. Yeah. Whoever wins, they'll do it in an awkward manner. I'm guessing. Yes, uh, I'm picking Glover. I don't know why. Greg, who are you picking? I'm going beyond. I mean, should, there's no reason to lose this fight. Going to be a good one. Corey Sanhagen versus Peter Yan. This is going to be a good fight. That's another very good fight right here, boy. This is a great. And what's weird is, isn't the New York card the next week? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't it weird to have two UFCs, like actual UFC events, back to back like that? Well, this this, this this one's free. I know, and it's not. But I mean, it's a UFC two sixty seven. I mean, it's a it's not a fight night. It's it's, it's a it's very strange to me. They could have spread some of these out over the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, because this is this is this has got some great fights on it. So I think Sanhagen's. I don't know. Peter Yan looked so good against Aljamain. Uh, yeah, Sanhagen's been winning. He and Sanhagen's coming off a loss, uh, and that and you know Sanhagen, if he wins, like he wins big. He lost T.J. Dillashaw, which I thought he actually won that fight. If I got to be totally honest, but he knocked out Frankie Edgar, knocked out Marlon Morass. He lost to Aljamain. He beat Asuncio before that. Peter Yan, though, his fights are pretty close too. Though I mean, uh, yeah. so the Aljamain he was winning, but the Aldo fight he knocked him out. Faber he knocked him out. Rivera, that was the one that was closer than it should have been. Uh, very close. He beat John Dodson, who lost again this week, by the way, which pissed me off. Um, John lost to Cody Gibson in XMMA. Cody's the guy that we came on that had the, the debate against Hector Lombard over, over uh, Trump. I don't know if you watched that one. Uh, but who, win, who do you think wins this one? Uh, I'm going with Peter Yan. You? Yeah, I say Yan, man. I I think he's uh I think he's by far the best in that weight. Not by far, but he's best in the weight class right now. Like he looks uh his boxing's really, really good, man. Like really good. His knees to the head on the ground are amazing too. It's just illegal, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got good knees I, too. I think
think if it's a knockout or a decision, it's Jan. But I think I think Sandhagen could catch him. I think he could uh, I, catch I, him I, in I, a submission. I hate those predictions. Those are the if I were, well, if it goes to the distance, he wins. If not, the other guy. Forgot to just pick one guy. I, 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 okay, I, I, honestly, I think it's going to be Sandhagen. I think Sandhagen is going to catch him in a submission and force him to tap. That's what I think is going to happen. Greg's just trying to hex my bet because I'm putting money on Jan. So now it's <laughs> guaranteed I'm going to lose. Actually, it was guaranteed I was going to lose before I met, so it didn't matter. Uh, then we got Dan <laughs> Hooker. Dan Hooker versus Islam Makaya. Uh That should be a good fight. Hooker is coming off a, a huge win. Uh, he won like, a couple weeks ago. It's a quick turnaround, but I don't think he's allowed back in New Zealand. He beat Nazarat. He lost to Chandler. That was a, he got killed by Chandler. He lost to Poirier. He beat Paul Felder, beat Ally Quinta, beat James Vick. Lost to Barboza. That that fight. Good fight. Um, and then Islam has just looked unbeatable. This guy, I mean, he beat Tiago Moza. Yeah. He, beat, he killed Drew Dober, beat Davi Ramos. Uh, his last loss was to Adriano Martins in, 2000, in, in 2015. So he hasn't lost yeah. in six years. Um, and then he just got caught in that, in that one. So, unfortunately, I want Hooker to win. But if i got to be totally honest, I think that Islam's going to win. Greg? I think so. I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. But I think Islam's probably do a lot of domination on the ground. I think it's Islam. I think he definitely. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna beat him up pretty good. Sean, I think uh, like I have like a rule of thumb. If someone sounds like they could be from Dagestan or looks like they could be from that area, I always go with them because I don't. I don't know what they're doing over there, man. But it seems to work. So well, because they don't go to school. Like if you're good at wrestling <laughs> at three, they pull you out of school and you wrestle nine semesters a day. Uh, if they, only uh, they could get them hooked on heroin at some point during their childhood, they would be champions for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, that uh, – I guess, really, I mean, if you grow up doing that, that's what Khabib always said about, like, fighting Connor on the street. He was like, do you think this would be my first street fight? You know, like, it's – you've been doing that since you were a kid and fighting bears and whatever else, you know, like it uh, – No, but honestly, if you're, if you're decent at school, they pull you out of school and put the same to, like, a wrestling school. We know how to wrestle every semester. If uh, you're a woman and you're decent at school, you never get to find out because you're not allowed to go. But <laughs> – I don't know. <laughs> that, I, I believe that's true. Um, that may actually, uh, let's see. <laughs> also, that's not I'll, as misogynistic as it sounds. <laughs> um, that may actually be kind of factual, sadly. Also, Marcin Tabora taking on Volkov. That should be a fucking great Should fight. be That should be a banger right there. I like Tabora. And then Chemayev is back. Chemayev, who, like, basically quit. Remember he quit fighting because he got COVID and something happened? And all of a sudden, like, the... The prime minister of his country was like, no, you're not quitting anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, we didn't pull you out of school at three for you to quit now. And then he's like, all right, I'm no longer quitting. We're like, what the fuck? That was strange. Um, but, you know, this guy is nine and oh, I think he was on the Swedish national team. He's a monster. And I guess last week he got into a fight with uh, Kevin Holland. You hear what happened? So Kevin Holland made fun of no, him. No, but I bet Kevin Holland was talking the whole time. So Kevin Holland made fun of him on Instagram. <laughs> uh, said something on Instagram that was like a wise-ass remark, but nothing crazy. So when he saw Kevin Holland, he goes, hey, what was that joke you made about on Instagram? And, and Kevin Holland's like, uh, I, I didn't make a joke. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. And then he just started choking. Kevin Holland, like he ran after her, and then he, he, he got pulled off of him. So <laughs> That sounds right. Yeah. No way that guy's going to jail in the future. Uh, <laughs> no chance. Well, he's not going to go to jail over there. Uh, you know, he'll maybe go yeah. to jail in America, but, you know, 
I don't think. I, I like his nickname. His nickname is just Boars. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I feel like to them that means something. It's a nickname for something. It has meaning. I would love to know B O R Z, but uh, over here it's a boar. <laughs> Uh, That's also Brendan Schaub's nickname. (laughs) (laughs) One thing, Brendan Schaub. (laughs) Crowds asleep. All right, so um, (laughs) he's fighting Li Jingliang, who's coming off a huge knockout over Ponzinibbio. I didn't see that fight happen at all. I mean, I was like, there's no way. He lost to Neil Magny before that. Uh, He beat Elias Zaleski Dos Santos. He beat David Zwada. So he lost to Jake Matthews in 2018, and that that's a little bit telling right there because uh, you know this guy Chimaev is a lot better wrestler than Jake Matthews, but that was still three years ago. I don't know. I mean, I think Chimaev wins this fight unless he gets caught, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Chimaev all day. You, Greg? Yeah, not even close. I mean, there's a reason he's minus five. Yeah, five ninety. So I'm sure you can count on. A heavy bet from McCorkle on Lee Jinglang. Uh, plus, I might bet on both of them just so we can get a draw. Because I, <laughs> I won't win if I bet both guys. I'll still find a way to lose. Like legit. So. Then, Actually, I'm ashamed to admit I did do that before. I was on such a losing streak. Swear to God, I was on such a losing streak. I bet on both guys because I was going to lose either way, and it was a draw. Like it was a boxing <laughs> match with um, with uh, oh god, it was uh, who's that? Uh, but I was so yeah, yeah. such a streak. I was like, I'm betting both win. That way, at least I'm right. And then they had a draw. Their first fight was a draw, and that's when I was like, I'm done with boxing. You guys, yeah. this fucking fake ass bullshit. Yeah, I was like, wow. You're like, no draw. We have to do this three times, guys. We gotta make right. money, so <laughs> nobody wins. I was like. And I was like, and this is why everyone hates boxing. This is why Jake Paul might as well be, might as well because at least you know the fix is in with that. Wait, 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 right. wait, 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 which fight was that? Those were all? Triple G versus Canelo yeah. in the first yeah. fight. I think they fought three times ultimately. Yeah, Triple G uh, dominated. Absolutely dominated. Yeah, they absolutely. Gave they gave a draw. Yeah. Also on this card, Maquan Americani, who we know because he got a blowjob on the podcast. He came on our That's show. Right. And there was a girl that was sucking his cock during the interview. Uh, anyway, so uh, what do you got coming up, Greg? I don't know. Oh, this Friday, 8 o'clock, doing the Friday 8 o'clock show at the yeah, yeah, here in town. My in-laws are coming for a visit, so that'll be uh, – uh, we'll see what we, uh, what's the, there's to say next week on the podcast. Anyway, you guys, uh, you guys are awesome. Yes. Uh, thank you guys, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. Right, see, see you, buddy. Later. Take care.